passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. War Eagle, everybody. Welcome back to Believe in Everything Auburn. Taylor Davis and Jason Campbell with you as always. Hope everyone's been doing well since we last spoke. Major congratulations to the new class of alum. I think graduation happened last week, weekend, whatever. I remember my graduation day and and how, you know, you just get caught up in the hustle and bustle, but Jason, I'm sure you feel the same way. I love when people ask where I went to school. I take such pride (laughs) in getting to tell people I graduated from Auburn. Like it's something, no matter where you end up in life or what job you end up with, like there is such, you know, a a respect for, for Mm -hmm. Auburn alum and grads. And so, uh, major congratulations to everyone who graduated over the past couple weeks. Now, Jay, I know it's, it's been a few years for you, but do you remember your graduation day? Oh, Taylor, it hasn't been that long. <laughs> Come on, give me, give me, give me some credit here. You know, most people think I'm 30 years old when they see me. Um, I know. You do. You stay young. Yeah. You know, I try to stay in shape, try to keep myself up, but I will say this, like it, it, it was a long time ago, but it, it doesn't feel that way. Uh, when I graduated in 2004, okay. but I remember, you know, we used to host it at the Coliseum and oh, yeah, it was a great experience. Uh, like I said, I was to be able to graduate college and, you know, go out and live on your, live out your dream. Like, yeah. you know, Auburn would always be forever indebted into my heart and where I got my degree and, you know, made a lot of friends, lifelong friends, uh, continue to gain friends along the way, uh, that I didn't meet at Auburn at the time, but I get to know now. So, so, you know, it's awesome. It is really weird. My two best friends now who I met in Charlotte are both Auburn grads and I did not know them at Auburn. We, we weren't friends in college, but we met in post-grad and it's obviously an easy way to, to meet people and, and become friends. And that certainly happened for us, even in professional settings, you know, Auburn looks out for their own. And if I ever come in contact with a, a fellow Auburn alum, it just, it, uh, it gets the conversation going a little bit easier. So my graduation was in Auburn arena. I'm so jealous of people who get to graduate, like in the football stadium though. That's so <laughs> me. I would have loved that, yeah, but it's not hot. <laughs> yeah. You write about that. You write about that or raining, but nonetheless, very exciting, but welcome in everybody. We've got a pretty, uh, light show for you. Not going to lie. So it probably will be a little short, but we'll get you covered on everything that's been going on as of late. You know, we got to start it off the way we always do with a word from our sponsor, bet online. 
Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest odds, news, and sports developments for the NBA playoffs, Major League Baseball fights, and NFL futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and the fan favorite Vegas casino and poker games. Now it's super easy to get started. You just head to their website. You can also use your mobile device to sign up and you can use our promo code believe to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So again, that's B L E A V to get that 50% bonus bet online where the game starts. All right, party people, let's start out with football real quick. Nothing major, just a few news and notes to get you caught up with. Obviously, this is always such a weird period of time, whether you're a fan, you work in media, you you just follow lightly. It feels like everyone's kind of in a, a little hole, like everyone's nothing's really being talked about. It's very quiet. But luckily, we have someone who lived it on this show who's going to tell us a little bit more about kind of the structure of summer the, these few weeks, what they do as individuals, what they do as a team. But uh, so, Jay, I'm going to let you do that a little bit. But first of all, want to say that um, Coach Schmetting, Schmetting, that's a tough one, recently spoke at an alumni event and he was asked about Owen Papo and Zion Puckett and their availability and, and progress having dealt with injuries. And he said that both will be ready to participate in workouts when the team reconvenes on May 30th. He fully expects them to be back involved, ready to go and no longer be limited the way that they have been. And look, it goes without saying what Owen Papo and Zion Puckett mean to this team. So very encouraging that they've been heading in this trajectory and hopefully we'll be back full go come May 30th. But uh, with that, just wanted to have Jay talk a little bit about what these few weeks entail for you. It's got to be such a fine line, Jay, between allowing yourself, you know, a break and some rest so that you don't burn out over the next several months, especially coming off spring. But foundation is also laid right now. So no rest for the weary, but also take care of yourself. It's it's a fine line, I'm sure. (laughs) Yes, uh, it is definitely a fine line. This is kind of like the most nervous part uh, for the coaches is yeah. when the players are gone for these next three weeks. Uh, they usually come back after Memorial Day weekend. When I was in school, once you graduated, summer school started, I think it started right before Memorial Day weekend. But, yeah. you know, so we had to be back a little sooner. But now these guys come back uh, towards the end of the month. And, you know, once they really get back, it's, it's all in. And, you know, you're, you start your workouts, you start your weight lift, you start getting in shape again, which you shouldn't be out of shape that much because spring football just ended not too long ago. Right. But you had a chance to get away for a little bit. You know, of course, while you're home, when I used to go home, they used to give us a booklet and it gave you all your nutrition that you needed to eat while you was away. It gave you all your running and exercises that you need to do to start building your body back into shape. So when you get back to campus, you hit the ground rolling and you're not starting from scratch. Mm. So that was the one thing that we had to do once, once we left from school was that every player received one. Uh, the next thing was, you know, make sure you're being smart when you're away. You know, yeah. you're, you're going back home and not everybody's for you. And, you know, some people will try to get you in a certain situation, get you into trouble and everything. So you have to make sure that you're being smart about what you're doing. 
and make sure that you're not putting yourselves in situations that can be on TV or be in the news. Right. Um, so those are times that, you know, make sure you keep yourself clean. And I, I think the other aspect of it is, you know, for me, like when I was in the pros, I always wanted to go to Kentucky Derby. And okay. I had an opportunity to go one time and I, and something came up and couldn't make it. It was in OTAs and I didn't, couldn't get out of town quick enough and get back. And, you know, just having that opportunity to do some things that's kind of away from football as well, yeah. because you have to relax the mind as well. Everybody needs a break sometimes. Totally. And that's why vacations are important. And you just need to step away. And I, and I, my advice to these guys sometimes is, do your workouts, eat clean, but also step away for a little bit Yeah, and enjoy some time with your family. And then when you come back, you're ready to roll. You're mm -hmm. locked in because you've had a fresh re you have a, you had a restart is what right. you've had. And uh, so that's pretty much this time of the year is what you're doing. I like it. Well, certainly we all sit here with bated breath waiting for them to go back. And obviously with where this Auburn football program stands right now, we feel like there's a lot to know a lot to learn. And as summer workouts and, and into fall camp, obviously you, you hope that more will come out and we'll have a better sense of, of where we're headed, but we did land another transfer since we last recorded an episode, former Iowa state defensive back, Craig McDonald has committed to Auburn. Uh, he had 11 appearances last year for the Cyclones, totaling 41 tackles and two interceptions. So we are now up to seven transfers that will be active this year. Obviously, the two quarterbacks, Robbie Ashford and Zach Calzada. Now you add in Craig McDonald. You also have defensive back DJ James, linebacker Eugene Asante, defensive line Jason Jones, and wide receiver Dazlin Warsham. I, my hope is that more wide receivers are added to that list. I mean, it, over the next few weeks, you have to assume this coaching staff is trying to add to that list. I mean, I think that with the openings and the needs for this team, seven transfers while solid and certainly guys who can make an impact, there is definitely room for more. So while the, this time of year is kind of quiet, that coaching staff is, is consistently trying to add to this and and the teams to come there's also you know movement happening within administration everyone you know is aware that auburn has a new president well he is slated to have a meeting with alan green he was asked about it recently and i think the comments kind of made this more of a news topic because it, it didn't deter people from the conversation that alan green may not be extended at Auburn it, it in no way quieted that side and if you're not hushing it you're kind of giving it life so I think that's what happened in a way that they are going to be having meetings so that he can learn a bit more about where things stand you know what what priorities they both have things like that but his contract is is slated to end January 2023 so those conversations will begin now that the new president is officially instated. But, you know, Jay and I have nothing to do with any of that. We're just going to report the story as it comes. Obviously, I think Alan Green has had a tough job. And, and I think that what the football program has gone through and probably even some things behind the scenes that we are not privy to, it's no easy task to be the athletic director at Auburn. But I think 
with everything and everyone, it is important to remember that, you know, these are people and these are their jobs and this is their livelihood. And I hate that it is such a talking point because it's such a public facing job, but nonetheless, that is in the news right now. So we'll go ahead and report that that is an aspect of, of happenings around Auburn right now. If you don't have a comment on that, you want to talk some baseball? Let's talk some baseball. Okay, love it. We'll leave that where it is. Okay, so this baseball team is certainly having a great season, and the latter half of season has certainly picked up, which is when a lot of teams kind of fall flat. They defeated Alabama this past weekend. Unfortunately, some weather deterred the final game from being completed, but they won the first two, gets the win over the series war dam uh then they went on to birmingham actually played at the hoover met which is where they will be playing in the sec tournament next week but they played samford there last night and at this point this is a situation where a lot of teams would have scratched the game to protect their rpi but butch thompson and staff really wanted the team to go to the hoover met and play because they're going to be there next week he said once you're there for the sec tournament it's all chaos you get like 20 minutes on the field you don't really get to get your bearings about you so the fact that they will have just played there you know they got to take bp there they got to you know warm up in the infield and outfield and kind of get a sense for the field before going right back for the gauntlet that will be the sec tournament i think that's really beneficial but defeated samford last night and then heads into the final weekend series in lexington this thursday through saturday playing kentucky And it's a chance to lock down a top four seed for next week's SEC tournament and a top eight seed for the field of 64. The current record is 36 and 16. And you really just feel like this team is is peaking at the right time. Yeah, they're definitely being at the right time. Baseball is such a long season. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you play so many games. Of course, you know this from working with the Royals. Yeah. Uh, like how many games baseball. So the focus is always the key. And I, I just think when you're dealing with college athletes, you know, it becomes a grind. And the teams that kind of succeed and teams that go deep into the run are those teams that kind of get hot late in the season. Uh, you know, you want to start the season off on a big note and you want to get rolling in the right direction. But some teams, you know, you, you get too hot too soon. And I know some fans be like, is there any such thing? Because don't you want to play great year round? It's hard to play great year round. Yes, you want to play great year round, but you just want to make sure that you're peaking. And when I mean peaking, I'm not talking about one or two players playing great. I'm talking about your whole team as a whole are hitting on all cylinders. Right. Because during a baseball season, you will have one or two guys that, you know, knocking the leather off the ball, you know, then they'll fall off. And then you have two other guys you know, and they pick it up from there. Like you just have guys that keep rotating and almost feel like, but when you watch the teams that win the world series and you watch the teams that go on and win the college world series, it's the team as a whole, just kind of something just catches on and they get hot. And I mean, they're playing good defense as well when, when they're on when they're when they're not at bat and right. you're having to make those great catches and make those great, great throws and, and keep teams from getting RBIs and, and, and things like that. And pitching to me is the key when it gets to yeah. this point of the year. Uh, you know, this is what's going to take you. It's just like a quarterback in football. You know, your pitching is going to take you on to that next level. Yep. And and that's our, that's our biggest thing right now is do we have enough to get us all the way to the College World Series and pull it off? And I think you don't look at it as a whole, you know, if you're Coach Bush and, and, and the staff. I think right now they're just taking like, look, guys, we're playing this thing one game at a time. 
and you can only be as good as your your game that you're in. And and so let's not focus on so much. We know what the whole picture what we wanted to look like, but we got to take care of what it takes to get there first. So mm-hmm. let's not get caught looking ahead. So let's finish our regular season off against Kentucky on a high note. Let's get into the into the format and and get a good seed and 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 then go from there. And uh I wouldn't mind having an opportunity to go and uh you know catch one of these games. I know you wanted to catch the Bama. Um I know we get better it's crazy, you know, like the like Auburn's really gonna have to add seed into their baseball stadium. I know. Um, I'm so proud of the the crowds that we're bringing out to mm-hmm. Plainsman Park. I mean, you wanna you wanna make it a, a tough environment for road teams. So yeah, unfortunately, I wasn't able to snag a ticket this past weekend, but that's a good thing. It's a good sign for the program. But yeah, because when you want a like the backfield, like filled with stands, yes. and then like you have a walking area up top where it's a yeah. concession stand. It's only uh, a matter of time. If you look across the SEC, Mississippi State recently renovated. They have suites and boxes at their Mm -hmm. stadium. Obviously, you know, Tennessee and Arkansas has done renovations. LSU is is known for their atmosphere. So, I mean, I I won't be surprised if Auburn adds that to the priority list. Right. But nonetheless, uh, that next week's SEC tournament is going to be uh, I mean, loaded. Obviously, Tennessee is a heavy favorite to go all the way, really. But the history that's in SEC baseball, I mean, I have covered the College World Series when we've had 50% of the field and it feels very normal, you know. I mean, two, three, four teams, you know, headed to Omaha definitely feels like a possibility, but will also, you know, heavily play out in terms of how regionals are structured supers and, and whatnot. But I think this team has a great chance and, and you're right about the pitching and it's not just the starting rotation, it's the bullpen and right. the bullpen and the depth that's in there. I think that they're really, they're finding their rhythm and, uh, and, and that will bode well, but definitely looking forward to next week. Again, it happens in Birmingham at the Hoover Met. They'll have you covered on SEC network all week, but sure to be an exciting week and, and hopefully sends our team into a, a heck of a postseason run. That would be, that would be a lot of uh, fun to cover. And then basketball, we've got some basketball news to talk about. The NBA draft lottery happened last night. Orlando Magic coming on with the number one overall pick. They'll be followed by the Thunder, the Rockets, and the Kings. Now, it's still a month away. The draft combine starts on Wednesday in Chicago, but that is how the top four will ship out. And obviously, a lot of discussion about Jabari potentially going first, how he fits with the magic, what their needs are, regardless if he goes one, two, three, four, whatever. He is expected to be the highest drafted Tiger, our highest ever having been fourth place, fourth place, fourth pick. Um, but a lot of a lot of expectation that he will be the highest in history. Do you think the magic will take him at one? Oh, for his sake. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, you know, you get a chance to not be too far away from uh from Georgia where he grew up at and and everything and be able to play in the in, in Orlando team that I think is on the uprise first and foremost. Uh is that where Chuma a, is? Yes. Okay. No, no, no. Yes, that is where he's at. Yes. Right. So yeah, so to have an opportunity to to be there and like I said, with a team that has a young coach, mm-hmm. right? They have young players, but they're hungry and you know, of course, me, you know, being in a state that has no state tax helps out a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> but, true. Uh, hey, that helps a little bit. But it's going to come down between him and the kid from Duke. 
I, I think those two guys uh, are going to be the front two runners. But, you know, Jabari is such a talent that's that's growing. You know, like you're, you're talking about a, what, 19-year-old kid? Like, mm-hmm. like who could tell what he's going to be like at 25? And the one thing I like about him is his personality. Like, he can put him in any locker room and he can just get along with everybody. Yeah. And he's not a guy that, you know, is going to be – you know, a rah-rah type of guy, but he is a guy that's going to kind of show you better. He can tell you. And I think, you know, players and uh, teammates have a better way of kind of grooming towards those guys more than they do such guys that like to just rah-rah a lot, but you don't really see the work that they're putting in and totally. master master rah-rah. So I just think this guy's uh, he's put himself in position, which would make Auburn history being the first pick uh, in basketball uh, you know, says a whole lot. And I think uh, it'll be great for our program because you're talking about recruiting. Like, mm-hmm. could you imagine if he goes first? Like what that does for recruiting yeah. for Auburn? Like that puts us in the real conversation that, hey, we can match up with the Dukes, the Kentuckys, the, you know, the the Arizona Wildcats, all these other big schools. We can match up and go out and walk in any household and say, our basketball program is second to none. Yeah. And then you can also say, come to a game, you know, don't be afraid to be in LA and fly to Auburn and come to a game because our atmosphere at Auburn with Bruce Pearl and his staff has built is second to none. Yep. So we have all the resources to be an elite program. And obviously Walker Kessler is also expected to go in the first round. And if so, that would be the first time in school history that Auburn has had two players picked in the first round of the same draft. But we have actually had four top five picks in Auburn history. And let's do a little trivia because I love to spring this on you. Can you name Auburn's four top five NBA draft picks? Mm, Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley was in 1984. Correct. He was fifth. You said top four pick, top five picks? Top five picks. Charles Chuck Person would be in there, would he? Chuck Person was number four pick in go. 1985, okay. back-to-back years. Yep. Uh, so I got two down. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my man with the afro would have been up there. Didn't happen. I can't get the other two. So Charles Barkley, fifth in 1984. Chuck Person, fourth in 1985. Chris Morris, fourth That's in 1988. Right. And then... 2020, Jay. 2020. Isaac Okoro. I thought he went number eight. He was fifth. Oh. Yep. So this will potentially be our fifth top five pick, potentially first number one, but definitely expected to be the highest because he just has to be higher than four. And then finally. Kessler goes between 10 and 15, somewhere between 10 and 20 because he's long, he's athletic. Right. Um, it didn't help him towards the end of the season um, yeah. with the injuries, I think, uh, not being able to play the way that he wants to play. Right. But it's hard to find a seven-foot shot blocker that can run up and down the court, though. You know? I mean, so he's I think- proven <laughs> his defensive ability. I don't think anyone's right. questioning that. So, so I agree with you. I can I see him on a team like Charlotte. They because, need a lot. Yeah. They just fired yeah. their head coach. Right. And you have guard play. Right. So now you just need some size and presence. I can see it. 
And then finally, a little news. Everyone can relax a little bit. Johnny Broom, who we talked about on the last episode, transfer from Moorhead State, who committed to Auburn, but did have his name in the draft. We all know how that all goes. Not getting into that conversation again. But he has officially withdrawn from the NBA draft. He declared when he entered for the transfer portal, underclassmen have until June 1st to inform the league if they want to withdraw from the draft and return to college, maintain their eligibility, yada, yada. But he went ahead and did it. And he said, I first want to help Auburn win a national championship. So he is staying on the planes. He is not even dabbling with, with the NBA draft anymore. And certainly helpful when you look at the names that we're going to lose to have confirmation that this transfer is in fact going to stay. So Cheers to that. But uh, that's pretty much all we've got. Jason also mentioned to me before we started recording, uh, our golf team is in the midst of their regional in Norman and has actually been playing pretty well, right? Yeah, they, those guys are showing up. Number 18 ranked Tigers are 12 nice. under par um, with 18 holes left to play. Uh, like I said, they're out in right now. They're host the Oklahoma Sooners are the host and they're ahead of them by six strokes right now. So. Wow. You know, Coach uh, Coach Klinner, you know, Nick Klinner, he's proud of his team. And, Good you man. know, they have uh, three freshmen that's on the team as well. Wow. And uh, so this is uh, this is impressive with the Auburn golf team. This is golf weather. This is Heck yeah. great weather. And I'm so disappointed that I can't be out there playing golf right now because I'm trying to recover my knee. And mm. for long-term success, hopefully it gives me the opportunity to get out and play some golf. <laughs> but as of right now, I'm sidelined, but oh, that being it, said, I would just work on my upper body and work yeah. on, you know, walking a little bit and <laughs> swimming, swimming a little bit, yeah, you, gonna a little bit. you know, what are your favorite three things to do in the summer? Me? Yes. Oh man. Put me near any body of water, ocean, lake, pool. I'm actually a sneaky good wakeboarder. It's like one of my really? hidden talents that I'm, I'm good at wakeboarding. So love to do that. But I just love to be on the water, love to swim, love to lay out, love to, you know, listen to some music on, by the water, in the water, you name it. Uh, wakeboard and what else do I love to do in the summer? Um, I love to cook out. Like I love to grill or barbecue or whatever and just be outside until the sun sets, you know, that's the mm -hmm. best. That is the best. Summer's the best. But also, I mean, if you can take in a baseball game, go play around a golf, uh, anything, honestly. I just, I love warm weather. I'm southern to the core, clearly. Yeah, um, I like to get out on a boat on a lake. Yeah. Um, I really like that. Just to go out and relax on a nice lake and ride around. I uh, used to like to ride jet skis, but uh, not my thing now. Oh. But I still like to get out on a lake. Uh, I like to go to the ocean. I like to walk along the ocean. I used to like to snorkel. Hadn't been my thing lately, but <laughs> <laughs> I like to snorkel. And like I said, I like to enjoy the sun. I like the, I really like grilling in the summertime, but I also like eating ice cream in the summertime. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with a good ice cream after some, on a hot summer night. But more importantly though, I like to go up to the mountains. In the summertime, yes, okay. I like to go up to the mountains in the summertime and uh, and enjoy. You know, especially the lakes up in the mountains are really, really pretty during this time of the year. So, you know, it's always fun. Even though I know we're still in spring, summer's not officially here yet. I just call it all summer because once school breaks, it's summer to. I'm the same way. For me, May is the start of summer. Uh, that's always when I got out of school growing up was like May, and so to me that that is summer. So we'll call it that. 
But nonetheless, the lovely, beautiful, warm weather is here. We still have basketball, basketball. We still have baseball. We got golf. We got all the good things. So everyone go out and enjoy it. Uh, best of luck to our baseball team as they conclude their regular season, head into the SEC tournament next week. Golf team out there crushing it in regionals. And again, congratulations to all of our recent graduates. We look forward to seeing what all you accomplish in the rest of your life. And with that, we will say goodbye here on Believe in Everything Auburn. Just a quick little catch-up episode. We'll be back next week to probably do the same. So make sure you subscribe. If you have not done that already, you'll get a notification every time we release an episode. Thanks so much for hanging with us, everybody. Enjoy the rest of your week. Until we talk again, War Eagle. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.